Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. It's time to return to our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic Commons Road in Navin. And I'm delighted to have our vet Hazel Mullins on the line. This week, Hazel is discussing farm animals, specifically the preparation required for calving season. How are you doing, Hazel? Hi, Sinead. Nice to talk to you again. Great to be back with you. Um, now, the, the busy time of the year for farmers. Oh. When, when does calving season actually begin? Busy, busy. I'd say there's a couple of listeners that are probably have a few calves in the ground right now, actually. But it's generally, I suppose, traditionally, 1st of February um, is, look, it depends on the farm. But it's sometimes in in certain parts of the country, it's a little earlier. But generally, yeah, around now is when people are are getting ready, kind of preparing, um, you know, their sheds and their calf sheds. I see I'm on Instagram a lot myself and I, I can see that there's a lot of people prepping um, their calf pens and their, you know, where the cows are calving and where the calves are going to go afterwards and it's great to see so much, you know, power washing and disinfectants happening and lovely fresh straw being put in and yeah, it is, it is key, preparation is key actually for calving season and it's quite an anxious time for farmers, yes. I know I think I mentioned that before but, you know, if there is farmers listening now, I I, as a vet, definitely have the same anxious feeling, kind of prepping myself to go into into spring as well, and making sure you're eating well and and keeping keeping healthy in general, and not to forget, like, look, you're looking after your animals, but you need to look after yourself as well. And I know from speaking to farmers, when you know on previous springs, it can become quite a a, a lonely place and and uh, very tired, and and uh, yeah, so just you just need to. You know, fill the fridge, but also have all the stuff ready for calving as well. Yeah, absolutely. You're so right. Take care of yourselves as well, farmers. I really like that you brought that up, Hazel. So what should they be doing there? You mentioned the power hosing, lots of hygiene involved in this situation. Yeah, I suppose it's it's looking back at the history of the farm as well and maybe seeing what, what diseases, you know, came, might have, they've come across last year. And so one of the big things would be crypto. So crypto is a... Um, it's a protozoa that causes scouring calves and 
basically they get it from their mothers. The mothers carry it and they've no effects. Basically, it's just a commensal, which means that, yeah, they, they have it in their in their dung and basically the calf then picks it up when the, when the cow calves and then they get quite sick. So there are special disinfectants that you need to use to actually kill crypto and actually to kill another bug called um, coccidiosis as well. But they're an anti-protozoa. So you really do need to, when you are going into your agri-shops or whoever you get your disinfectants, you need to tell them, oh, look, I need something to kill crypto because I had it last year and it is one of these bugs that can just linger and really, really, I know there's probably farmers listening now and they're like, oh, it is a real difficult one to get rid of. And, you know, you do need to look at the packet as well, look how to to dilute the, the disinfectant. And also, you say it's a one in four or a one in, you know, one is to 50 ratio, whatever it is, you need to look at the look at the packet and make sure as well for surface time. So putting it on and maybe rinsing it off straight away, a lot of these things need four hours actually on the surface of the of the pen to work. So, yeah, it's all about talking to where you're buying your disinfectants and also using them correctly and knowing that, OK, I had this this particular problem last year, I need to target it this year so yeah it's it's just about yeah knowing what's on the farm yes absolutely and you know you mentioned there the disinfectant you mentioned obviously um making sure everything is clean for Mm. the cow and 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 fresh hay and all of that what else should they be keeping in mind before the calves arrive so before the calves arrive yeah so plenty of clean straw and also like a layer of lime under the straw as well you know to not just kill bacteria, but also to kind of dry up the surface. Um, basically, you know, get your, if you have your, your calving cameras, make sure they're working. Um, make sure that if there was a broken gate last year, you know, like there's calving gates in the calving pens, you know, to put the cows in. And especially when you call the vet, that there's somewhere where we can handle the cow. And also, if they, you know, hopefully, but we won't need to, but maybe we might do, need to do a cesarean section that there's somewhere safe that we can do them maybe with good lighting and also like a proper head gate that we can, you know, have the cow restrained and, you know, that everything is safe for both vet and farmer. So make sure that any little things like that, you know, that need welding or anything like that gets done prior to, um, prior to calving. Also, I think things like vaccinations, make sure, I know we mentioned this uh, last, a couple of weeks ago, make sure your vaccinations are up to date, your scour vaccines and, yeah, it's just, you know, maybe having a place where everything is handy to, to get hold of. So, yes. um, you know, your iodine maybe or your chlorhexidine for your for your navels when the calf is born, have the solutions made up to the right concentration, have everything, you know, nice and clean and have your calving ropes ready. Um, you know, hopefully you won't need a, you know, won't need a calving jack. But if, it, if you do make sure it's working, all these things, just scenarios going through your head, trying to figure out okay, if this happened, do I have the equipment ready to go? Prepare for the worst, isn't that it? You I know, think so, And then yes. kind of hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned a couple of different things there. Just it's triggered a question for me there um, in terms of what about, because normally nine times out of ten, I would imagine the farmer is well capable of, you know, assisting the cow through birth. You know, are there scenarios where the vet will be called out? Like what problems could they run into? Yeah, so... Um, I think the, there's a couple of things you're probably watching out for. So generally, the a cow, you know, there should be a lot of, like if you see the legs appearing, um, there should be quite a lot of progress within an hour. And if there's not a lot of progress, 
you know, if you're watching her, she's straining a lot and there's, you know, you might have to go and check, check to see if there's an issue. So sometimes they might be straining, you might see no legs. So they can have something called a twisted uterus. So that is that is probably that is more than likely a vet call because the uterus. So whatever they might have, um, you know, um, been running around or something that caused the uterus. No one actually knows the exact cause of it, but the uterus to twist inside the cow, and that means that the cervix is twisted. So the the calf can't come out normally. So the so a lot of the times you can manually um, manipulate that, or you might have to roll the cow. But yeah, it is a vet call. So. What you're looking for is when you when you put your hand in, I always, a lot of farmers would have described it as, oh, I can't feel anything. I can't feel a head. I can't feel legs. It just doesn't feel right. You can feel, mm. a lot of times you can actually feel the twist. Okay. So that's a big thing. So actually, if you if you think, okay, that cow looks, because obviously they're, you know, the pin the pin bone drops when the ligaments um, relax and, you know, the you know, farmers know how to recognize when a cow is, is at the point of calving. And you're kind of looking at her and kind of thinking, okay, she should have calved last night. There's there's something amiss. That could be a twisted uterus. Another one is um, when you see legs coming out and they're crossed. Okay. And, you know, they should be coming out straight. If they're crossed legs, that generally means there's not a lot of room in, in the canal. So that can be a sign of an oversized calf. So maybe a big bull calf coming. Um, and basically that, that could be, you can apply a bit of pressure you'll nearly know that there's, there's there's no budge. And that that generally is, you know, when I go on farm, if I see crossed legs and they're big feet, I nearly get the buckets ready for the section because I okay. know it's probably not going to come out. So that's, that's one, that's another thing. Again, if you see a tail and nothing else, that can be a breached calving. So basically they're coming backwards, but their two back legs are facing forward. So all you all you have is the, is the tail coming and the bum. And that's, that can be a sign that there might be another calf inside as well. So a lot of okay. these breech births are actually twins. Oh. So there's, and when you try to push in the calf to get the legs up, there's no room because okay. the, twin, the other, the other is twin, twin is in front. So that can be, and you're like, why won't, it, why won't this calf push forward? And a lot of times you do need to get the vet out to give the, the cow an epidural to relax her, to you know, stop her straining. And we have kind of techniques to get those legs up. Um, and sometimes they do result in sections as well, those breech calvings, if you can't get the legs. And you have to be very careful not to tear, you know, not to do any tears when you're trying to get those legs up. Um, like, it's I think I could be all day. Process, I could Hazel. be all day here I, talking about different yeah, no, you And you're but. so, like, it's it's <laughs> fascinating to the likes of me that has a vague, you know, understanding of this. Because, you know, it's, it's like you say, there, there's so much involved in this. And like that, it's just yeah. kind of being aware of those signs. And, you know, farmers that are well used to this will know these signs. And it's just about, mm-hmm. don't hesitate to, to pick up the, the, the phone to the vet. Fascinating information into all of that. Hazel, thank you so, so much for all of that great advice. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much, Sinead. Thanks. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.